two things are for sure in his life, death and taxes. These are two things that even the most resolute skeptics get religious about. What's your money being spent on? What's the government giving or taking away from you and why? What are the benefits from all this meddling? What is just and what is not just? Would you just take a look at that debt ticker? We all have deeply religious opinions on these things and it would take quite a bit of persuasion to change anyone's mind. The same thing can be said about death. When someone dies, especially someone famous, take a look at how people grieve. Rest in peace. They're in a better place. They're re reunited with so-and-so in heaven, and it goes on and on. A vast majority of skeptics would like to believe when someone they love or admire dies, they're going to a better place. Yet they mock the person that lives consistently with this belief day in and day out. He has made everything beautiful in his time. He has also set eternity in the human heart. Yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. Will you have an answer when your clock stops? Tick tock. Tick tock. Who knows when the second's hand stops? This is a question I pondered aloud on, on my Facebook wall. Every time a celebrity dies, I ask some variation of this question. We're all gonna die. We all have to punch that ticket. We all have to once and for all pay the piper. I'm not talking to Christians right now, though I do appreciate it if I have your ear. You skeptics? I'm talking to you. You say you don't believe Jesus. Why do you say the things you do? Why do you mourn your dead? Why do you herald any good deed or condemn any bad deed if this is all that there is? Why do you suddenly agree with Christians when it's someone that you love being laid to rest? You may not know the answer, but it was written millennia ago. For his invisible attributes, namely, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world and the things that have been made, so they are without excuse. Your heart longs for relief and you speak of a post-death relief because deep down, you know that some will have it. You long for justice when someone's life is taken away from them because deep down, you know there is a judge, jury, and executioner that will execute perfect justice. You long for a better place because deep down, you know there has to be something better than this sin-filled, decaying existence that we know. You know that this is a reality that you have to face. You know that you and everyone you love is going to die someday. I ask you again, this time audibly, will you have an answer when your clock stops? What will you say to the God that requires perfect obedience to his law? What will you say when everything about your life from the actions you took to the actions you didn't take to your very thoughts are put up against perfect righteousness? You're not going to win. No one possibly could. Any of, any of us would be completely crushed by the weight of God's holiness without exception. There's a way out. There's a way you can be declared innocent in this inevitable court of true justice and true law. There is a way where you can enter this nirvana that you can't escape the idea of. It's not a secret and it's not complex. It's not some fancy prayer and it's not an altar call. It's not inviting Jesus into your heart. The way is this. Repent. 
and believe. No matter what you've done, this invitation stands. No matter how you feel about yourself and what you do or don't deserve, this invitation stands. No matter what happens after the fact, this invitation stands. The way of salvation of our souls is a rocky road. Daily, we repent of our sins and believe the gospel. What is the gospel? The gospel is the good news of salvation. God wrapped himself up in flesh and lived among us as one of us. He dies as the only perfect and holy sacrifice needed to atone for our sins. Because of that sacrifice, we are spiritually wiped clean and are seen as innocents when we inevitably face Judgment Day. That is the only path to the peace that we dream of. I want to say a huge thank you to Jonathan Hamlet, Robert Platt, Michael Ledford, and Brian Baldwin for taking the journey with me and helping me host the Angry Christian Podcast. Another big thanks goes out to Simon Panrucker for his song, Angry Dance, and to Scott Holmes for his song, Clear Progress, that we use at the beginning and the end of the show. All other music is produced by the Angry Christian crew. And finally, the show wouldn't be possible without you, our listeners. Thank you for taking the journey with us. Oh, 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 o